Are you frustrated, dwelling, thinking about the trades? If you're really pissed off, you slam the laptop down and then, you know, like I used to do, go in and bitch and moan to my wife about how I made so many mistakes and how everything was unfair and how I'm never going to get this. That's ended very abruptly. If you're still doing that, be aware of these things and you want to shift and find a stress relief that can turn that around really quickly. So we want the before, the during and the after to all be happy, positive experiences so that overall our trading session is really positive and enjoyable. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Another episode of the Success Shift here, and I'm absolutely delighted. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do today's episode because I was at the Visa Center in Germany, and if anyone's ever been to one of those in the main city, usually the line is 100 miles out the door, and you're sitting from chair to chair to chair for roughly three to four hours, Last time we were there, we did that sort of musical chairs from room to room to be told, here, we'll give you an extension and sometime within the next six months, you can come back in, in order to have your appointment. So basically I waited in line to get an appointment for an appointment. And that was in January. And I was just about to have to go in again before I got a letter in the mail saying, oh, your visa expires in six days. You have an appointment in five days. So I was a bit nervous, um, but now... I went in again thinking it might be the same, but this time it was great. I was in, smiling, laughing people. I think the baby helps with that. And I was out within half an hour and they gave me another three years. So take that Germany. You have to deal with me for at least another three years. Um, maybe not full time. I might be up traveling around a bit in that time. But uh, for now, I'm safe where I am with my family, which I'm very grateful for. It might be a small thing, um, but... You know, growing up in Australia, being from, you know, first world country, never really had to deal with the kind of immigrant aspect. We had a lot of immigrants coming into Australia. We're quite multicultural. I like to think we're very welcoming. Um, but you don't really realize how hard it can be sometimes as an immigrant. And I'm only slightly in that category. You know, there's people who are running from wars, running from really horrible conditions, like legally coming over to just try and find refuge in somewhere that's somewhat safe and reasonable. And it was, I wouldn't say difficult comparatively, but it was still a little bit stressful, not knowing if I'd have to go home, not knowing if the visas would continue, not knowing about work and all this kind of stuff. The implications of being an immigrant, you know, you don't realize, well, from where I was from, I was very lucky being born when I, where I was and having the luxuries I was, I have. Um, and so, yeah, having that experience, again, very, very blip compared to what most people have to go through, but it was a real eye-opener and it's really nice to then have that security for the next three years. So 
I'm very grateful for my new temporary home. I'm very grateful for the real privileges I was born into. Yes, believe it or not, most of us were born into privilege. You could have been born anywhere in the world. Think about where you were born and what you have from the day you've stepped into this world and just be grateful because some people have very, very little and some people have very high conditions they're running from. Um, and I might... My hat goes off and my condolences to everyone who has to, you know, leave family or friends or war-torn countries and make those decisions or poverty-stricken countries. Like, it must be tough. So my gratitude for those today, please chuck in the chat to your gratitude. Um, like I said, finding gratitude morning and night really will change your life. We've got someone in the chat that's grateful for the time you spend with us. You're more than welcome. It's um, honestly, I love these calls. It really is the highlight of my day. Um, Apart from playing with my little son. If you've just joined us in the Kajabi room, welcome. There's a few more people coming through. Um, chuck your gratitude in the chat. Grateful it's Friday and the sun is out. Lovely. The sun's run away over here in Germany, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that is like seconds. Yeah, I was in and out. Yes, I got my visa. Thank you. Congratulating me. Thank you very much. I'm grateful to live where I just watched a moose hanging out on my lawn. Oh, that's awesome. I've never seen a moose. I did two years in Canada. I've been up to Sweden a few times. Still have yet to see a moose. I, I feel like I saw one running off the road in the dark but it doesn't really count so congratulations that's a really cool experience just a moose on your lawn it's so canadian <laughs> i love that such a great supportive community uh, community incredible group of people um a moose yep i'm grateful for, for nature as well i saw two goose couples swimming in a pond along the side of the road with their family of gooselings creation is such a beautiful thing and i'm so thankful for its intricacies yeah it's lovely when we just had the ducks the ducklings come out there's a big park near us with a lake and the ducklings come out and it's always adorable things quacking along all right enough about ducks let's get into the the stress we we're talking about uh this week so this week we were talking i want i should chuck someone in the chat if even the the, the feeling and the verbiage stress induces that fear because if this is some something powerful with our, our words you know the way the tone and the words we use even if i just go from ducks to stress like the the, the sound and the word can induce the, the the stress itself um and so i was trying to use this a bit of an example as how powerful our verbiage is for ourselves and it's really important to talk to ourselves with the right tone with the right verbiage so that we don't induce unnecessary emotions um when they're not needed. And on the contrary, we can create happy, positive vibes by using the right verbiage and the right tone um, when we speak. So going on to our chat this week, we were talking about the amygdala, um, amygdala hijack, how it works with the brain. And then yesterday we're talking about stress and how we can, I dislike the word stress. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, that's why we want to try and reduce it and manage it. So I was, sorry, getting distracted. We were talking about stress and how we can, in the moment, reduce it in real time and ways in which we can get our body accustomed to certain environments so that we don't feel it as strong or so that we can stay calm and collected. Now, yesterday, um, you know, we're talking about senses, how we can use real time, let's say, pattern interruption um, with our different senses. And I recommend you finding out what works best for you, as you know, I love incense. I light one pretty much every session. It really puts me in a good, calming, energetic mood. If I've had a really like stressful, frantic morning and I come in here, the process of lighting the can, the incense, then it first, and then just watching it for a bit, then blowing it out, 
getting that first waffle smell and then placing it in its place is kind of like, and it's become kind of like a ceremony thing, not in a spiritual way, just more in it's a process I have to do repetitively. And during that process, I have many calming aspects. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Uh, let's change the environment. Let's, let's ha have a pattern interruption from the stress. Let's grab an incense. So I've, I've, I then get to choose and pick one that I like. I usually have a few. So I'm like, oh, I like this one today. And then the lighter, and I don't know anyone who's stared in a flame. It's very um, illuminating and it takes your mind off things. So just watching it for a little bit and then watching the flame twinkle away. Now this is only like not even a minute process. And then I blow the can the the end out and you get this nice smoke and then it kind of place it in its holder and it's like, ah, okay, I'm ready to be calm and move on with the day. And it, it's just this process that goes from start to finish. And it during that time, I'm able to transition from one state to the next state. No matter what it is, I go from a whatever state I'm in into a regularly known state of mind, which I believe to be calming, relaxed, and and poised. And this can be done with many things. And the reason I use this as an example is because today I want to talk a bit about the whole process. We talk about an event, but habit creation, habit formation, what we've been talking about, dopamine, the reward system, all this sort of stuff. We need it. And I often say when in doubt, zoom out, but why don't we zoom out on our habits and we got to look at them as a whole. So not just the event itself, but what happens leading up to it and what happens after the event. So for me, I know that once I'm sitting here and my incense burning, it's nice and calming. And this whole process is taking me from one state to the next. Now, we can look at this um, in other ways, like jogging, for example. Um, when we jog, we do think about, we pretty much focus most of our time on the first few steps. Put some ones in the chat if you've ever been jogging or you've got some exercise. And most of the time, when you're thinking about jogging, you're thinking about those first five, 10 meters that you got to go. And most of the time it's like, oh man, like I want to go for a jog, but this first like 10 meters getting my shoes on and then I've got to like get out the door and then I've got to get my body warmed up. And it's like, oh, this kind of droning, drogenous discussion about the, the concept. But I want to shift this. So if you've been for a jog or you've done exercise or, you know, any of that kind of body movement, you know, and now we know even more from our discussion last week that when we do exercise, the endorphins are released, right? It releases neurotransmitters in our brain, which makes us feel good. They really do make us feel good. They make us feel energized. You get adrenaline pumping, you get endorphins being released, you get kind of like a muscle relaxer. And there is this aspect of feeling good. And we need to focus on that part of the journey so we don't want to i gotta go for a jog okay it's gonna be like hot outside and i'm gonna be sweating no let's think about oh once i've gone come for a jog every time i get back i'm feeling refreshed i'm feeling good i'm feeling like energized and i usually work really effectively and then i can have a shower and i feel clean and i feel fresh and i feel ready to attack the day that's the thing we need to be thinking about that's the, the positive feeling that's the reward that we're getting the reward isn't inside the jogging, the reward is that positive endorphins, that feeling of like, yes, I've done something. I mean, the long-term reward is good health and happy living, but the immediate reward is the endorphins. It's the the feeling good. It's the mo not the motivation, but the drive to continue that through. Now, same kind of thing. We have that slow, I guess we we're talking about the pain pleasure balance. When you have put yourself through a bit of pain, then you pain, then you have the long dopamine release and the long pleasure hormones and everything feeling good afterwards. So this is the same kind of concept. When we do the jog, we got to think about not before, not the effort before, but we got to think about what the feeling is afterwards. 
And so we can actually use this system that we've been talking about and go, okay, I know that the feeling afterwards is great. And I want that feeling. So now my dopamine is peaking because I'm craving that feeling of wanting to, you know, chill out, lay down and, or not lay down, but feel really refreshed and vitalized. So I've now got more dopamine, which is pumping through my body to motivate me to get up, to put my shoes on, to get out the door and do those first two steps. Maybe for you, it's what about listening to my music? For me, I get 45 minutes when I go for a long jog, just my music and I can't focus on it or, or a podcast. I don't have to focus on anything else. I can't write things down. I can't get distracted by my phone. I can't get distracted by anything. So when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, yes, that half an hour, once I'm warmed up, once I'm in that flow of just me and my podcast and the nature, and I'm like, that's a really good feeling. And so that thing that I'm thinking about is what's going to drive me out the door. Now, you have to understand what works for you. Same sort of thing, let's say cooking. I really like cooking. But what I envision is, oh, I can't wait to be standing there in the kitchen when the, when the food's cooking i've got a beer in my hand my family's around me we're talking we're laughing that's the good feeling that i want so therefore let's go to the shops let's get the ingredients like okay this might not be the enjoyable part but i know that once that's done i'm going to be in that good state my wife is a bit different she likes to go shopping because she likes to be able to come home and place everything perfectly neat in the cupboard right <laughs> everyone's got their thing what do you visualize as the good feeling as the reward for doing the thing that needs to be done doing the chore that needs to be done okay now, how can we relate this to trading? And one thing I want to talk about quickly is what we're doing if we're putting a negative space afterwards. If you come home in a bad mood after a jog, or if you've got aches and pains, or you dislike the, the feeling afterwards, and how this affects our behavior. So when we're trading, do you look at trading, put some ones in the chat if you think trading is only once the charts are open, is it trading time? And then as soon as you close the chart, that's the end of trading time. Put some ones in the chat if that's you. And it's more than okay if it is because that was me for a long time and so I started to do this. Okay. It's got a couple of ones. So if it's not just jumping onto the charts and opening the charts and then come, coming off, what is it? What else can we incorporate into the process that is trading? So there's maybe coming up um, beforehand, maybe thinking about my time on the charts. Maybe for you, you're trading in the morning. The whole process is getting up early. It's getting a coffee in hand. It's like maybe getting in a cozy position. Like for me, I love my Ugg boots. So when it's early in the morning, when I was trading in Canada, it was putting those Ugg boots on. It was nice and cozy. It was then going through my trading plan, reading through my trading journal. Um, and then on the charts was great. That was the trading part. But then what most people don't realize is they go, okay, finish trading, slam the computer down, didn't have a good session. End of trading? No. Put some ones in the chat. If you've had a really shitty session trading and you've dwelled over it for hours, it's ruined your whole day. You've thought about it nonstop while you're at work. You've thought about it when you got home. You maybe even come home and been looking at the charts like, how can I get my money back? When I first started, these trading sessions did not just end when I closed the day. One's coming into the chat there. I did not just end when the trading session ended. My emotions carried through the day. Like it would linger. And it would go for so long. And then what happens when you have that is you get this negative emotion and negative feeling towards something that we're trying to love. We need to enjoy trading. Yes, it's a job. Yes, it can be boring when you've really got to that state of um, following your rules. But that's the thing that's going to create success. So we've got to learn to like it, not hate it. Otherwise, we just got to, we're just at another job that we hate. And who wants to be there? 
So let's start turning it around from, and the other thing to this, sorry, before I move on, is that if you don't give yourself the time, if you don't see trading as the whole maybe hour beforehand and the whatever emotions and feelings are afterwards, then you end up coming up to the charts and then you're like, oh, wait, i got to read my trading plan. i got to do all this th these things. And you're trying to cram like 40 minute routine into five minutes going, okay, yes, I've done it all now. And it's frantic and it's mayhem and it's already leaving you in, leading you into trading in a stressful situation. So the whole point of this is we want to reduce stress overall. We want to have a positive emotion and positive feeling towards the entire experience of what trading is for this session. And so give yourself the extra time. Add your morning coffee and maybe a five-minute meditation to the idea of what trading is. Because if you, oh, i got to trade. So therefore, oh, I've got to give myself time to have a coffee. I've got to give myself time to meditate. I've got to give myself an extra 15 minutes to read my journal. Yeah, it might feel like oh, I don't have time in the day for this, but you do. Because once you do this thing and once you make, make trading, not just the, that hour on the charts, but the 45 minutes beforehand and the 35 minutes after, then that is all you're going to have to do. You won't have to have another job. You won't have to have all these other things because this will be the process. And I remember when I first transitioned from work to entrepreneurship, I was like, okay, when I go to work, I go to work and I do nine to five and then I come home. And then when I went to entrepreneurship, I was like, I have to be at my laptop nine to five and doing the work for my business. But part of being an entrepreneur, in my personal opinion, once you get to a certain level, it's looking after the other things. It's put like an hour of reading is part of that nine to five. Educating yourself on the topic that you're learning is part of that nine to five. Doing a 45 minute workout and having good exercise can be part of that nine to five because it's not just the what am I doing on the laptop for screen time. That's only there to impress the boss. You need to make your whole being in a good state you need to make your physical being good you need to make your spiritual being good you need to make your, your happy like loving state so all these aspects add up to what is being an entrepreneur and same with trading the coffee the the ugg boots the reading whatever it is your process this is all part of your trading session and where this stress comes into it is i want to really shift how people feel when they leave their trading session I really want you to be aware over these next couple of weeks, note down, once you've finished on the charts and you go, okay, I'm walking away, are you completely happy and free and excited and able to move to the next thing very quickly? Are you frustrated, dwelling, thinking about the trades? If you're really pissed off, you slam the laptop down and then, you know, like I used to do, go in and bitch and moan to my wife about how I made so many mistakes and how everything was unfair and how I'm never going to get this, that's ended very abruptly. If you're still doing that, be aware of these things and you want to shift and find a stress relief that can turn that around really quickly. So we want the before, the during and the after to all be happy, positive experiences so that overall our trading session is really positive and enjoyable. But if you jump in a little bit late, you don't give yourself enough time, you're frantically entering. Then you're on the charts, maybe you make a couple of losses, and then you're mad, you're, you're over-leveraging, you're doing your emotional trading. That's also a stressful part for the middle section. And then afterwards, you're beating yourself up, you're taking your second, third, fourth dart, and really living in self-pity. You can have a bad session. Come on, give yourself the time, enjoy the, the start. Have a bad session, fine. But then find one of these stress reliefs. 
listen to a comedy straight after. Like, honestly, if you've got a good comedian, you've had a bad session, straight away, go on to reels or whatever it is you do, scroll for five minutes, listen to the comedian, shift your state from the, the frustration to the happiness and then go, okay, maybe I didn't have the best session, but I'm in a really good state now. I've found something that's making me really happy immediately after the trading session and I'm actually in a good place. And the more we can do this, the less negative experience you'll have during your trading and the overall better results you'll get. And if you can come in happy, trade happy, leave happy, what does it add up to? A happy life, really. And if we can understand those things that stress us and the things that we can do to de-stress us, then we can really learn how to better the whole experience of, the tra of, of trading. So yesterday I was finishing up with some of these longer term. So we're talking about breath work. Now, breath work can be great for real-time relief. There's a complete and direct relationship between your heart rate and your breath. And if we can use breath, now, remember I was saying longer and more vigorous exhales compared to shorter inhales will increase the heart rate. Longer, more vigorous. Hang on. I think I just messed that up. Let's try that again. Longer, more vigorous inhales compared to slower, shorter exhales will make your heart rate in, heart rate increase and the longer more vigorous exhales and shorter inhales will slow your heart rate there we go i got it right okay so this will slow your heart rate and you can do this real time then we we're talking about the idea of a breathing exercise to do self-induced stress and creating the ability to stay calm during the situations same with ice baths Cold showers can do that to a little extent. This hour of pain concept where you lay still on the floor for a whole hour without twitching, moving, getting that men mental control. Um, this, These are the things that can help you handle stress better when it arises. So when you've got that flux of, influx of endorphins, when the blood's pumping, when everything's starting to change physiologically because the amygdala is going, no, nah, I'm taking over, let's fight or flight, or flight, then you can have the ability to go, no, let's stay calm. This is irrational. I'm going to actually overpower you, amygdala, and we're going to stay calm here. Now, these are great things to build up, but like I said, they're long-term. Now, the other thing we can do, which are kind of more real-time real, real solutions, but these are more beginning and end kind of solutions so that the whole experience can be positive, is like I said, the comedy specials or, or Netflix comedies or YouTube for 10 minutes or something that really changes you from that frustrated feeling before you go out into the day and take your energy out to someone else, just watch like five, 10 minutes of some comedian that you like, have a good little laugh and try and release that stress. You know, there's socializing. Maybe you can find a situation where you can go and just chat to some people who aren't trading related and you just speak to them for five minutes afterwards and try to try to release that, that stress. A pet, pet, if you've got it, if you're lucky enough to have a pet, I remember my doggo, he'd get all of my emotions. Um, you know, make it part of your routine that once you finish trading, you just go for a nice five minute cuddle with your dog. For me, when I've had a bad session now, I run out and look at my kid's smiling face instantaneously. No stress. It's it's incredible. I mean, it's only a small period of time where you can have this one and it's not something you can just go, you know what, I'm stressful trading. Let's go have another baby. But um, if you've got that ability, use it. Then there's other things, like I said, scented candles, um, using your senses. So Anything fluffy, patting the dog, for example, that's a touch sense, you know, um, visualization. If you're really stressed and you just like close your eyes and go to your happy place, maybe you've got pictures on your wall right in front of you, which I do. These are more goal-driven 
pictures, but maybe you put one there that's a calming picture and you're like, ah, I remember when I was at that park, that park or that beach and how soothed I was and how calming I was. So these kind of stress-related reducers, I'm going to call them, um, can be really helpful to morph your entire experience. And if you've read Atomic Habits, you'll know about habit stacking um, and how easy it is once you've got a habit to add another habit in it. So maybe you've got trading in the morning so you can go let's go habit stacking from a coffee because every time i wake up i start with my coffee not a problem then when my coffee is brewing i'm going to get my book out and i'm going to have my book in my hand then i can that's habit stacking so book reading straight after coffee and then you can go okay as soon as i put my book down i'm already sitting here i'm going to meditate and then i'm going to go to my my trading charts and then maybe you can even stack on top of that i need a good endorphin release as soon as i've closed my laptop i'm going to jump on the floor and do 10 push-ups and get ready to warm up and and start thinking about how i feel when i get back from my jog i'm about to go on and then you can go for your jog and so very quickly you can see how the whole process has squeezed in a bunch of really good things for you and now this is how you will view trading as a way to get some reading and some meditation, earn your money, go for a jog, and all in all, you've stacked everything together to have, you know, the ingredients of a, a much healthier and more fulfilled. I wouldn't say fulfilled for everyone, but more fulfilled life in, in my terms. Okay. Then there's obviously things like sleep. It's I think that's a fairly obvious one to say. Better sleep is going to reduce stress levels. Um, music, something that I like, you know, that's a good one. If I've had a stressful situation, I can just plug it in, turn it right up and just listen to a song or two. And there's a couple of them that really calm me down. Um, so yeah, these are the kind of things I'm, I want you to be aware of. Um, we talk about the cues and the triggers behaviors. Yesterday we we're talking about, you know, we had in the chat, why I know this all makes sense in my brain, but why do I still do it? Well, we were talking about how once the emotions take over, it's too late. So we've got to look at the cues and the triggers and the behaviors that happened before to get you into that stress state. And then how can we shift you from that stress state out. And what are we doing afterwards? So we want to look at the experience afterwards. How are we feeling when we leave trading? If we're always leaving trading, and I've been through a spell of this, we're always leaving trading like frustrated, mad, like I'm never going to get this, this kind of feeling, then of course you're going to go into the next day feeling the same thing. It's like that carryover effect. We really want to reduce that, but it's not just letting a lost trade carry over. It's the emotion we feel for the days or for the hours afterwards that we're holding on to. So if we can use it, one of these techniques to, to turn ourselves into a really stress, reduce that stress, get into a happy state, then the faster we do that, the less likely it is that we'll carry that on to the next day. And the less likely it is we'll use that emotion from the day before to trade negatively, which as you can see, will just spiral into emotions holding on for the day after. And then you can have a whole week where it's just crap trading and really you needed to take the weekend off and have two days where you can really step away. Well, this is a way to kind of reduce that a little bit. As soon as you finish, do one of these good stress reliefs, make sure you're in a happy place. And then the whole concept of trading will be a good experience. Does this make sense to people? Chuck some ones in the chat if you're understanding this. Chuck some twos in the chat if this makes no sense and you think I'm rambling, which is also okay. Okay. Now we've got a couple of minutes left here. Ones, ones. Okay. Good. Um, we've got some, a couple of minutes left here, and I just wanted to go through one of these breathing techniques with you. So you feel free to join me. It's going to take like not even a minute. And it's basically 25 to 30 seconds of strong, vigorous inhale, exhale, and then one long, slow exhale. And then once we've done that, you hold your breath for 15 seconds or 20 seconds, depending on, you know, your health. Please don't pass out on me anyone and i'm just going to find my clock here so i can time this for myself so i definitely recommend giving it a go but it's just 
breathing in, out, in, out. What this is going to do is it's going to raise your energy levels. It's going to bring some endorphins in. It's going to get the blood flowing. And then once we've done about 25 to 30 seconds, just one long, slow breath out. And I'll just say breath out. And then you hold it and you can, you'll feel it this time, just be quiet and calm. You'll probably feel your body wanting to breathe again. Like you'd be like, oh, I've just so, done so much. But the idea here is you've induced stress and now you want to try and have that mental control just to really hold on and just hold calmly for that 15 seconds. Okay. So you'll probably hear me breathing and then I'll say breath and then we'll hold, sorry, exhale and then hold. Okay. Let's go. Exhale. No. Okay, now I don't know how many of you joined in on that and how you felt, but it really wasn't long. It only takes like a minute. You can do that two or three times, but maybe once you've stopped breathing those inhales and exhales, you felt your heart was racing. Maybe you felt like the blood pumping throughout your body. Uh, you probably had an urge like straight away to, okay, I got to take my breath. All these kind of things is what this self-induced stress is doing. And then having that ability to stay calm and collected. And I'm sure when you do this more and more times, you'll have the ability to increase your heart rate faster and probably hold your breath longer and stay really calm and collected. If people aren't used to holding their breath, maybe that 20 seconds felt like, oh my God, am I ever going to be able to breathe? But that panic and all that sort of stuff, you really want to be able to stay calm during those times. And so that's just one example of one that I like. I really like breath work. I did free diving. So that's really up my alley. But find something that works for you. Find a way to control that stress and find a way to ease into your sessions and ease out of your sessions. Okay. Right, let's jump over to the trading call. We're a couple of minutes late, but make sure that you read your trading plan. Make sure that you read your journal. Make sure that you do your brain warm up. Make sure that you're in a happy, pleasant state heading into trading. And make sure that we can, um, once you finish trading, observe how you're feeling. And if you're not feeling the best or you're feeling a little bit anxious, give yourself that minute. Maybe you're wondering about your trades. Go and do a trade review. Go and objectively review them until you're calm with them. And then... Maybe play your comedy, play some music, do something that's fun and exciting and makes you happy. It's a Friday after all. So let's go and enjoy our Friday. Okay. Much love everyone. And we'll speak to you again next week.